Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 54 of Prog Mojo, the proggiest radio show around. My name is Simon Chait, and you're listening to 92.9 River FM. Tonight's three featured artists are Maudlin of the Well, Liquid Tension Experiment, and Carnival. Let's crack into it. I'll start in the US city of Boston, Massachusetts. It's 1996, and Maudlin of the Well is born. These guys are really an experimental, progressive metal band producing some pretty out-there music. They were influenced by a whole bunch of genres, including progressive rock, jazz, psychedelic rock, art rock, progressive metal, doom metal, death metal, chamber music, ambient music, and electronica. As you can no doubt see, there's a real smorgasbord of musical flavors that shaped their sound. Their first album, My Fruit Psychobells, A Seed Combustible, was released in 1999 on the Dark Symphonies label and it featured the three mainstays of the band, vocalist Jason Byron, guitarist Greg Messi, and multi-instrumentalist Toby Driver. This album was really a collection of older demo tracks, and it comes together quite nicely as a standalone album. Maudlin of the Well released three albums in their early years, to 2003 when they went into hiatus until briefly coming out to record a new crowdfunded album, Part II, in 2009, which they released online for free. Maudlin of the Well were quite taken with the concept of astral projection and decided to focus not on writing new material, but bringing back pre-existing music with them from beyond the veil by venturing into the realm of sleep and lucid dreaming, then bringing back the remembered music and recording it for all to hear. They did start working on a fourth album in 2001, just prior to the band's hiatus, and then lost a number of long-term musos around this time, Toby Driver, Greg Messi, and Jason Byron decided to write their fourth album under another name, K.O. Dot. This first K.O. Dot album was released in 2003 as Choirs of the Eye. In 2008, Toby Driver decided he wanted to release another album of Maudlin of the Well material and was considering allowing the fans to fundraise for the album's creation. It was a trial, really, but one fan, Etienne Dube, took the challenge very seriously and raised $6,000 through online poker to allow the band to record a new full-length album. The album was released in May 2009 and, as previously mentioned, was called Part the Second. Maudlin of the Well have remained on hiatus since then, apart from a brief reunion show in New York City in 2015. All up, they've released four albums in total. K.O. Dot, on the other hand, is still going strong. They've released 10 studio albums, with a variety of different personnel, always centred, however, around the work of Toby Driver. We'll have a listen to a bit of Maudlin of the Well now. Here's Blight of River Systems from their debut album, My Fruit Psychobells, A Seed Combustible.
that was Maudlin of the Well with Blight of River Systems. Next up, here's a track from their fourth album, Part the Second. Here's Maudlin of the Well with Keep Light Near You Even When Dying. Thank you. 
a very spooky finish there. Maudlin of the Well with Keep Light Near You Even When Dying. And for our last track on this Maudlin of the Well KO Dot journey, we're going to have a listen to a track from the 2021 KO Dot album. Here's KO Dot with Brethren of the Cross.
And that was the big sounds of KO Dot with Brethren of the Cross. Hi, this is James Rain. You listen to 92.9 River FM. Okay, now let's move on to our next artist for tonight. Liquid Tension Experiment is an American instrumental progressive metal supergroup featuring four great seasoned prog players. These are John Petrucci, guitarist from Dream Theater, drummer Mike Portnoy, also from Dream Theater, keyboardist Jordan Rudess, also of Dream Theater, and bassist slash Chapman stick player extraordinaire Tony Levin of King Crimson, Anderson Bruford, Waitman and Howe, and Peter Gabriel's band. While it might look a lot like Liquid Tension Experiment is little more than a Dream Theater side project, there's a little more to it than that. In 1997, Mike Portnoy got permission from Magna Carta Records to do whatever he wanted to. And so he contacted the non-Dream Theatre playing keyboardist Jordan Rudess and bassist Tony Levin and decided to recruit them into the project. He'd have a few choices of guitarists, including Dimebag Darrell, Steve Morse and Jim Mathias, but none of these were available. And so he eventually asked fellow Dream Theatre band member John Petrucci to fill the role. Over the next two years, the band released two albums, Liquid Tension Experiment in 1998 and Liquid Tension Experiment 2 in 1999, both on Magna Carta Records. It was only after Petrucci and Portnoy had worked with Jordan Rudess that they invited him to join them in Dream Theatre. But now, with three members of the same band in Liquid Tension Experiment, the general thought was that they shouldn't release a third album because it would sound too similar to Dream Theater. The group then released a couple of trio experimental albums. Spontaneous Combustion was released in 2007 when John Petrucci's wife went into early labor and the band continued writing and recording without him. A couple of years later, When the Keyboard Breaks, live in Chicago, was released on the Lazy Tomato label. This was a live performance in which Jordan Rudess's keyboard stopped working and then he and the rest of the band kept playing, swapping instruments and improvising an entire keyboard-free album's worth of material. It was very cool. The third album, Liquid Tension Experiment 3, was released a decade later in 2021 on the Inside Out label. And there's even talk of a fourth album. We're going to have a listen now to a track or two from Liquid Tension Experiment. We'll end this half hour of Prog Mojo with track one from their debut album, Liquid Tension Experiment. And I must give you a warning here, there's some seriously impressive playing in this track. Here's Liquid Tension Experiment with Paradigm Shift.
my God, those guys can play. That was Liquid Tension Experiment with Paradigm Shift. Don't go away. Progmojo will be right back. And welcome back, folks. You're on 92.9 River FM, and you're listening to the second half of episode 54 of Progmojo. My name is Simon Chait, and we're currently exploring the amazingly awesome sounds of Liquid Tension Experiment, a very dream theatery prog supergroup. This next track is taken from the 2012 album Liquid Tension Experiment 3. I'll get most of it in, but I need to leave a bit of room for my third artist as well. So here's most of Key to the Imagination. Thank you. 
and that was Liquid Tension Experiment with Key to the Imagination. Okay, I'd like to take a moment to shout out to two of my regular listeners, Tim R. and Maddie D. These guys have partaken of just about every prog offering Prog Mojo has to give. Great to know you're out there listening, lads. And you too, Lydia. And if you're a regular Prog Mojo listener would like a shout out, or if you've got an idea of an artist I should consider featuring on a later episode, why not drop me a line? Either via the feedback tab on the River FM website, www.2ncr.org.au, or you can email me directly at progmojo at gmail.com. It'd be great to know you're out there and listening. For our third and final artist for this week's episode, we're heading over to Perth, Australia. It's 1997 and singer Ian Kenny sacked a bunch of his just-out-of-high-school bandmates, replacing them with more focused, serious musicians, and he named the band Carnival. That's K-A-R-N-I-V-O-O-L. Two of these musicians, Ian Kenny himself on vocals and Drew Goddard on guitars and backing vocals, remain in Carnival today. In 2000, bassist John Stockman took over from Andrew Brown and drummer Ray Hawking took over from Brett McKenzie, only to be replaced in 2004 by the current longtime Carnival drummer Steve Judd. An additional singer-guitarist Mark Hosking joined the group in 2003 and also remains with them to this day. And there you have it. Eight musicians in total have graced the Carnival stage and five remain, weaving their progressive magic to this day. Carnival released a couple of EPs, one self-titled EP in 1999, and a couple of years later they released Persona. It wasn't until 2005 that they released their debut album, Themata, on their own label. This record had more of an alternative metal sound to it, which is a bit like blending grunge with heavy metal. Their second album was a bit more prog-related. Sound Awake was released in June 2009 on their Carnival label again, and their third album, Asymmetry, was released in July 2013. This time it was on the Cymatic label. This last album was nominated for and won the ARIA Music Award for Best Hard Rock Heavy Metal Album for 2013. And while on the subject of awards, the list of Western Australian music industry awards won by the band is literally as long as your arm. Let's get into a track or two from Carnival now. First up, here's the title track from their debut album, Themata.
and that was the Aussie prog rock band Carnival with Themata. Next up, from their second album, Sound Away, here's Simple Boy.
and that was Carnival with Simple Boy. And for our last piece of Aussie prog rockery by Carnival, here's Eidolon from their third and final album, Asymmetry. Thus endeth today's prog rock lesson. That was Carnival with Eidolon. My name's Simon Chad. You've been listening to 92.9 River FM. This show is called Prog Mojo. I look forward to spending some more time with you again next week for episode 55. Until then, whatever you do, don't forget, prog on. <laughs>